is a member of the but I might have to leave that bit of the pre-show in. Childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back to um, yet another episode of Diz After Dark. We haven't gone anywhere just yet. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. And I'm Craig. Uh, I just thought know. I'd sing the intro. Yeah? Yeah, I haven't sung for a while, so. <laughs> what, do mean, what do you mean? When was the last time you sung? Um, in your division, um, 1984. That was you with Good the beard. Back. That was me with the beard and the skate. <laughs> There's a woman in Grace. Oh, uh, we've got some guests. Uh, uh, we have a guest. We do, yes. Uh, hello. Sh- hello, Sean. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, with, with an H A U N. S H A U N. Yes. Yes, not a. How are you? That's the wrong I'm way very to good, thank it. you. How's yourselves? Not too bad, considering we're settled down for the evening. Uh, I, I believe we're settled down with a beer. Are we, gentlemen? Oh, what a segue! I know, I know. I, I, I'm taking from leading. Uh, I'm taking your example. You are segue master. I am. I only wish I had actually had a segue. Um, I have continued my run by not having a Disney theme. Okay. Uh, but I finally found. I thought I'd had the beard at Stone Cold Steve Austin, former wrestler, recommended. Um, and it turns out I didn't have quite the right one. So today, I don't have a Sierra Nevada uh, extra IPA. I have a Sierra Nevada torpedo <coughs> extra IPA, and that is the one that he recommends. So, hang on a second. There's a pop. And mm. does, it, does it meet your nice. Excellent. Mm. Yeah. Mr. D. Oh, this one. Um, I haven't got the bottle opener handy tonight. I've got uh, a can of Strongbow Dark Fruit Cider. A bit of a side of run going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Dark Fruit, I don't know what that is. That's like all the rotted stuff, I think, they make it from. <laughs> it's the fruit that we get given. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've, I've, I've made comments that I've had to edit out about dark fruits at some point. Leave it, leave <laughs> it. <laughs> leave it, don't go there. <laughs> yeah. Craig. I'm going to be a bit bit of a wet Nelly. I'm doing Slimming World, and I've lost nearly a, a stone. In a, oh, I'm not wearing my wife's knickers. I'm just doing Swimming World. Congratulations. I'm not Swimming World, now Slimming World. I've lost a stone and a half, so I'm drinking Yorkshire tea. Oh. And, and, slur- and slurping like a professional tea drinker. Saucer. Yeah. Well, first first of all, before I launch into the Mickey take, um, Don't I get a drink? Yeah, you do, but I just want to oh, congratulate okay. Craig. Thank you. Well done. Well done for losing whatever it is you're losing. I can um, see my little fella me? now. Excellent. Excellent. I don't have to squat over the mirror anymore. Yeah. I can just look over my gut. No, c- congratulations on time, that. And now I'm going to take the piss. <laughs> the, la- the last time I saw Craig, I'm hoping I inspired you, because the last time I saw Craig, he offered to buy me a drink, an alcoholic beverage. Um, and I said, no, I'll have a bottle of water. And so he, he joined me in a bottle of water because it was when I was doing my juice diet. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah. You wear weird so, and your, women, your woman's knickers at the same time as well. Yeah. On my head. <laughs> yeah, on yes. his face, like Spider-Man. Uh, Sean, <laughs> what, 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 would you, what would you care to drink, sir? Do you know what? I've had a really dodgy tummy all day. Salka <laughs> oh. salsa for me. Oh, with salsa <laughs> or gin? Oh no, God, no! Don't, don't! If I have to suddenly leave, you'll know why. Um, oh. It's dodgy chili. That's what's done it for me. We were at uh, at um, an old lady's birthday party last night, 
my <laughs> wife's aunties, and I had some dodgy chili, and it's been affecting me. Oh no! The Japanese flag. Does it say dodgy chili on it? <laughs> <laughs> the um, the Disney link, of course, is that I've had far too many chili dogs at the All Star Food Court, and uh, <laughs> same effect. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I've also got cider, um, but for some, it's called Alska from the Swedish Ooh. from the Swedish cider company, a Nordic berries fruit cider, yeah. which I got. I guess you know it, it, it's an Epcot thing going around one direction. But what I don't understand is that the front, the label of it, it's got Nordic berries, but it's got strawberries, raspberries, and blackberries and black currants on it. They have those in Norway. They yeah. do, but I wouldn't have called them particularly Nordic. Depends where they come from. Yeah. I don't just... um, Carry on. I've just, I've just noticed that this uh, extra IPA is 7.2%. Oh. <laughs> horribly, horribly wrong. the award for horribly <laughs> going wrong. <laughs> Nick Soapdish, Matt. Part two. Uh, well, should anyone actually want to force us into getting back to getting Disney themes to it, or whether they just don't care? I just want to hear us get slowly drunker through the course of a, an hour or so. Now, of course, How yes. can they do that? <laughs> uh, they can let, contact us via our website, which is www.disafterdark.com, or they can email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. And we are, of course, socially active on Twitter, at disafterdark, facebook.com forward slash disafterdark, and you can also find us on macechat.com. And, and yeah, socially impaired on YouTube and... <laughs> Yeah, wherever else. Who knows? Yeah. And antisocial with yeah. your places as well. <laughs> we we might branch out onto that live video one. What's it called? Oh, oh Periscope. Oh, Periscope, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Live we might visuals. go on that too. Yeah, let me know what you do, because I might do some during the show recalls in future. Yeah, um, good. That. Also, if you want to hit our Facebook page at the moment, there's a very good picture Craig's put on uh, from inside his car. And uh, I'm putting it out purely because, obviously, I have the Vinylmations that you have there, but I have Buddy Christ as well. Oh, good lad. Yeah, I've got Buddy Christ that size. So, uh, Who would win in a fight, Darth Vader or Buddy Christ? Uh, one fictional god to one fictional god, who knows? Uh, Spider-Man might so swing in and just knock him out. It sounds like I might have more to apologise for than I thought, actually. <laughs> now, now I've just made a sweeping reference about religion. <laughs> Like John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, fair I'm bigger than Jesus. Uh, well, no, no, you're bigger than my cleaner, Jesus. <laughs> he's tiny. He's tiny. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, can I... I know before, obviously, um, I want to get very much into why we have our guests on the show tonight, but um, before we did that, I wonder if I could just take a few minutes out of the show uh, to kind of pull out my soapbox, uh, I feel that I need to apologise for some of my recent actions. So I hope you don't mind, gentlemen. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent for the next couple of minutes. Is, is this um, an anti-rant, or do you want these soap dish jingle played? If you've got it to hand, why not? It's Have you got of... sad Hulk music? <laughs> <laughs> you should always have sad Hulk music. It's Soap Dishes Soap Far away, mate. So, we've had an interesting few shows recently. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know how, how people feel sometimes, but, you know, sometimes I feel that we can kind of get a bit carried away with things and we try and keep this as lighthearted as possible, but just every now and again, we might do something that oversteps that mark and, you know, you kind of regret afterwards. Sometimes because you're drinking uh, 7.2% alcohol, other times you're just a bit of an ass, But, you know, I think that when you make a mistake in this world, you should own up to it. Own it, live it, move on, um, which is what I wanted to do now. So um, going back recently, um, I said some stuff on the show, which I listened back to afterwards and, um, uh, you know, felt a bit bad about it. A few people said a few things about it and, and kind of drew it to my attention that maybe uh, I might have gone a bit too far. And going back to what I've just said, if you know, I feel it's the right thing to do. If you've, if you've upset someone, if you've said something out of turn, just, just man up, 
own it, refer to it, move on. Um, so for that reason, I wanted to take the time on the show tonight to uh, apologise uh, to somebody. Um, so I wanted to uh, apologise to uh, Stephen Lisberger. And actually, I suppose I should really apologise to Joseph Kaczynski as well, because how could I possibly turn around and say that I would watch Dick Tracy over Tron or Tron Legacy? What a stupid thing to say. I mean, of all the things that I could have said about things recently, Disney-related, that has got to be the dumbest thing I've said. I I feel I've let myself down as a supposed fan of Tron and the the whole Tron franchise. And I feel I let those guys down as well for making two very good Disney live-action films. So, you know, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I regret my actions. Um, I'm not proud of what I've done and what I've said and how that may have come across. And I don't want the show to be reflected badly on that. Very much looking forward to Tron 3 when it gets made. And, um, you know, I'm sorry. And I've made a mistake. I still love Dick Tracy and I still say it's a good film. But I, I was wrong. I was wrong and I shouldn't have said it and I'm sorry and I'm sorry for everyone I let down um, but I've owned it now and I, I just want to move on so uh, thank you for giving me the time and uh, let's get back on with the show could you repeat that please <laughs> oh, we were not recording oh, yeah. uh, take two uh, no it, it, it takes a man to admit he accidentally said Dick Tracy was better than Tron Oh, I didn't even accidentally say it. I said, you know, I didn't even slip of time. I said it. It's just when I said it, I regretted it. I was like, oh. I've had to live well, with it. It's been horrible. I know, I know. Well, we'll move on from that now anyway. Thank you. Um, thank you. Sean. Hello. 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 <sighs> how do we go to inter- how, how do you start an interview? So, Sean, <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> I'm here to say that um, I love Dick Tracy and I'm not a big fan of Tron. Ooh. Fine, but I mean, they're, they're both good films. That's the thing. Like both of them are good films, and I, I, you know, like like anything, I can respect people for not having the same opinion as me. Opinions are like ourselves. We've all got one, um, and if you haven't, it's very unfortunate. So um, there's nothing wrong with what you said there. I think Dick Tracy still holds up very well. Very well. Good. Thank you. Good. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, that you. Feel ease, now, I don't want now, to feel bad yeah, for saying. Now, now that we've completely validated our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it was going to be a long next 45 minutes. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. You, 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 came, you found Sean. I, I found I, Sean. I, I, I was going to use some words that could easily be smuttily. On Twitter, uh, we we connected through the Days After Dark uh, Twitter account a while ago, a couple of months ago, and I went and did some digging, and I seen he'd written some Disney books, or books, depends where you come from. Yeah, I was going to just translate it, but you've done it, so that's great. Yeah, and and what with the, the, the new film coming out about Tomorrowland, I thought it was particularly apt to bring Sean on to talk about his two latest novels that are are out at the moment uh, so over to you Sean yeah thanks for that start um, yeah um, I've always had a passion for for um, the unbuilt side of Disney, the things that they planned and never got round to building you know mm. and the original Epcot being the, the biggest one of them all I guess um, a few years ago I, I wrote a non-fiction book called The Disneylands That Never Were um, and I that was a study of all the the plans from right back to Walt's ideas for Mickey Mouse Park, right up to current day, as it was then. Um, and I'd always had this this idea of, of what would it have been like for to live in the real Epcot that Walt had wanted. You know, what if he'd actually managed to get it done? That's what all all writers do. They play what if. Um, and so I set my story there. I I got the idea of. Walt having finally built his Epcot and a young family, a, a guy who's a big Disney fan and his wife and their teenage son, they get to move into it. They get to work there. The guy's a scientist. He gets to work in the Epcot and he turns out it's perhaps not all that he expected it to be. There's a darker side. Um, and that's, so Sean, that was, so that's my novel. The, the happiest workplace on earth. So just for 
because I mean I think we're all aware here what that alludes to but there may be certain listeners to the show that, that don't actually realise what Epcot was intended to be mm. would you mind just kind of going into a bit more detail about that sure Walt's idea was that it was um, a working city that it was way bigger than than what we see now as a small theme park it was to bring together all the brightest and best scientists technicians thinkers of the world bring them all together um, and just push every envelope that they could um, in doing so bettering humankind as a whole it's a it was his ultimate flight of fancy, I guess. Um, and had he not died when he did, who knows how far he'd have managed to get with it. He certainly, it was his all-consuming passion for the final couple of years of his life. Um, so he was, it was going to be uh, medical sciences, um, all technologies, just build them as much as possible. And, and he had the funding personally and and he had the corporate contacts to maybe make some of this happen um and that was his idea for 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 epcot um and the people that worked there would have had social housing so that the housing itself would have been an experiment they would have tested out all the all the inventions that were made um they would have got the best medical treatment cutting edge um it was a perfect dream for him yeah, he, he he did get interested in his later years in planning cities and the mm. ultimate the ultimate modern city. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what I've got. I mean, if you go on the if you if you go on the spaceship Earth, Earth spaceship Earth, if you go on um, the People Mover ride in Tomorrowland, you can see a model of or at least part of a model that they built um, to show how Epcot might have been. Uh, and that's there. We've all ridden past it, and maybe not appreciated what it was. Mm. So how it, how it was. Oh. No, carry on, mate. No, I was just going to say I, I'm, I'm right in thinking, and this is going to be very short. That it was experimental prototype city of tomorrow. That's correct. That community yeah, of okay. tomorrow, wasn't it? It was start, started okay. out as as city became community. Ah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, the theme park. Yeah, the, yeah. I, the theme park was was a kind of a way to get the city built, wasn't it? You well, know, the Magic Kingdom. The Magic theme Kingdom park. was, yeah. Um, that was part of the the way of getting the funding, getting people to come. Um, and then after he died, uh, the board that were left said, "How the hell are we going to do this?" They had no idea how to go through with his with his wild theories of how to build this Epcot. And so it got watered down and watered down and changed a wee bit. And it became, well, sort of a, a scientific theme park. Um, the idea being on maybe a bit of education as well while people are having fun. Nobody really knew what to do. And that's what we got the Epcot, which is wonderful. But, oh, God, what if? Can you just imagine? <laughs> well, that, yeah. That's... yeah, I can. That's why I wrote a book. <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm hooked already in the first chapter. The, in the first chapter, they're just coming to terms. They've just found out the news that they're, they're moving into Epcot, so they haven't got there yet. Okay. And I can't wait to <clears throat> that journey into Epcot because they live in celebration. Yeah, my idea. I mean, celebration being the uh, small town just outside of Walt Disney World that Disney owned for many years. Um, and my idea was that they used that as a sort of holding area a staging post if you will people moved into celebration into the town of celebration and from there you get tested you get vetted and if you're deemed bright enough and socially acceptable enough then perhaps we'll let you into our epcot town wow it's a good um, idea yeah yeah so how long did it take you to write i, I realistically about 18 months um, although I had the idea from well, one of the first times that I'd ever been over there. I mean, I've been to, been to Florida a fair few times, and one of the first times I, I learnt about this fantastic idea of Epcot, and, um, and the machines in my head started whirring. And I thought, oh yeah, what if? What if you could live there? And so I eventually sat down and wrote it. It took about 18 months. Um, and now, of course, we find out that there's a lovely new film. <laughs> Which, it's there? 
which um, yeah, yeah, which which shows Tomorrowland as as Walt thought of it, which looks staggeringly like Epcot. May have may have to investigate that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, they, I think have they managed to get around some sort of copyright infringement by not calling it Epcot, but basing it on a land within the Magic Kingdom instead. I suspect that may be it. Yeah, <laughs> your, your your legal team have, uh, would, would have come down heavy on them. That's right. Yes, that's that's where I'm going for it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, is is this one in a in a series? It is indeed. Um, there's a series of Disney Imagineering Unleashed. The second novel has just come out. Um, it's called The Storm Over the Bay, and that's based in my own favourite never-built Disneyland, um, Discovery Bay. Mm. Which, which, uh, which I've, gonna... but I've purchased the booth. Have you? Yes. Excellent. Thank you very much. My Don't pleasure. So you've read book one. <laughs> um, yeah, it follows on directly from book one. There is a series. Um, just started writing book three, in which we're going to Westcott, the, uh, the, the right. Californian version of, of Epcot that, again, never got built. Uh, I have plans for plenty of them. I guess it all depends on sales whether I can get round to making them eventually. But uh, and, and, if and you can let me know when you do the one about the Rocketeer attraction, <laughs> never got built. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing you're quite. You know, there's much more exciting things to write books about before then. <laughs> I think Mineral King Ski Resort is going in, and uh, the Lava Lagoon at uh, Disney Paris that probably comes in slightly ahead. Yeah, <laughs> of the Rocketeer ride. <laughs> I, I, I want to rewind the show now because I completely forgot about the Rocketeer, and I shouldn't have done. No, you shouldn't. It's fantastic. It is. Do you want to apologise for that? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually. Um, for those interested, I'm not going to say where I bought mine from because there are other places that you can buy this from. Um, but there is uh, a, a legacy figure coming out, which is uh, around about the £15, $20 mark. Um, and it's a, it's, it looks like a very good, very well-detailed figure of the Rocketeer from the film. Uh, it's about six inches tall. And it comes with a removable helmet and gun and backpack. Okay, cool. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. Um, yeah, very good film. Anyway, because <laughs> we do we do side tracks around here. Fantastic. Yeah. Every now and again. So so your Epcot in the book um, is it factually correct to oh, absolutely yeah the, the information that Walt put out there. Yeah, um, I went back to. I mean, there are there are plenty of Walt's hand drawn maps of where he was scribbling little bits um, and I researched as much as I could, saw as much of that kind of thing I really wanted to make the Epcot in my book as close to Walt's vision as possible um, and that's what I'm doing with, with all the, the books in the series, they're primarily um, well researched, I just I don't want to make them up as I go along they're as close to the original plans as I could get them um, and doing a lot of research from my, from my previous um, non-fiction book about these parks, I met with quite a few Imagineers and spoke to various people, saw plans that are never supposed to leave the building kind of thing. How um, wow. how did you get access to those? Just got people who passed phone numbers, um, yeah. met an Imagineer in a bar in Canada uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, just, who just happened to have some paintings under the table, uh, you know. It was ridiculous stuff looking back now. But, yeah, so I have tried to keep it as close to the original plans as possible whilst putting a sort of Dan Brown adventure story around it, you know, to make it mm. more interesting. Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? Um, would you have to have spoke to Disney about this? Would you have to have approached them for any sort of permission? Or do you oh, just... Talking legal copyright stuff here. Yeah, that type of stuff. Um, we did speak. There were certain yeah. things they 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 were adamant that uh, that no pictures. Uh, you can't mention one or two little bits. But yeah, so you couldn't mention Walt's frozen head. Couldn't possibly say anything about that whatsoever. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, no, I'm not going down here. Read the book. <laughs> 
Oh, oh. So, oh. That's That's pricked me. Nice, nice, nice lead. Nice lead. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So, Sean, is that is is rating your day job? It has been. Um, mm -hmm. I have, I have for many years been a sort of semi-pro writer. Um, I've written a lot of magazines and, and a few books. Um, but sadly, currently, I'm back in the real world. I've just recently, a couple of months ago, I had to take a, a proper job because the, uh, the writing doesn't pay. Well, it doesn't pay enough to get me back to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough for the bills, but that's about all. So if we want anything beyond that, I've had to take another job as well. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So what, what are the tools of a writer? Are you a notepad man or are you a... Uh... A, a type, good old-fashioned typewriter, or is everything going? Everything. Everything. Dictaphone. Yeah. Everything. No, no, yeah, you, use, your, use your hand. Like use your else. finger. <laughs> <laughs> I have done. Yeah, if I'm going out, I don't know, walking in the countryside, whatever, I will take a at least my phone with the dictation stuff on it. Yeah, just in case. Always have notepads with me. Um, but on the other hand, if it's when I have been lucky enough to use it as my day job, then it has been standard nine to five. Get up and write. And do it as a job. Wow! Well, if we'll we'll give you we'll give you copyright now that if you want to use the name the Mouse's Head Pub in any future books, you're more than welcome. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It may well pop up. I love the idea. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, also, if you want to use the name Nick. <laughs> uh, I'm, giving you, I'm giving you copyright to that. I'm, I'm allowed to do that. Surely it's my name, right? Nick, Nick is a drunk, a drunk old regular in the mouse's head who rambles about vinyl nation. Anyone Listen who the old thanks. It's set in the future, Nick. It's set in the future, Nick. It is. Oh, okay. Future, Nick. Only just. <laughs> okay, so my frozen head just pops up the bar there. <laughs> No, you'd I'd just like be an app on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you've you've chosen like a, a massive subject, yeah, or two massive subjects in the first two books. Well, I uh, and I jokingly because it gives me scope for expansion later on. Yes, but, yeah, um, Nick, I, stupid. I mean, at, <laughs> at the end of, I'm not giving any trade secrets away by saying that that Disney World and all the other Disney parks still around the world. They still exist at the end of book one. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just point out, as I've already proved myself tonight, no one needs to tell me I'm stupid. <laughs> I know that quite well. Um, but no, what I wanted to ask was, um, I mean, obviously I, I alluded jokingly to uh, the, the not-made Rocketeer ride. Uh, yes. I chose that one over the Dick Tracy ride for no reason whatsoever. Um, but I've, I've also had, I've had an interest... Uh, I, I would say more in, in attractions than stories like Epcot, which is really dumb on my part because that's more, <laughs> much more interesting than, than a, a crappy ride not being built. But um, through, through all your kind of research and things you've looked at um, to do with this and obviously your future planning, um, has there any been something that's really kind of um, stood out to you that may not be as, as important as an Epcot but nonetheless was something that to you, you thought actually that little thing really interests me. Yeah. This is going to be sad. Um, this is, you're, this you're, is in the, you're in the right place. It's three blokes, talk, four blokes now talking about Disney. You're in the right and place. And a dolly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the tangled toilet, is it? <laughs> this, was, uh, this is at Paris. Uh, and there were plans for, for the Lava Lagoon swimming pool. Um, which was just a, a big old glass dome, and the idea was that it was the water were heated by hot underground springs and every sort. You know, like at um, at Typhoon Lagoon, there's the the um, the hot geyser explodes oh, every yeah, so yeah. often. Yeah, the idea was that there was going to be a lava flow every so often in Lava Lagoon, and uh, piles of orange water come running down the hillside. And I would love to have wow. seen that. You know, it was just an indoor pool yeah. that was heated with a great Disney backstory behind it. A hot geezer exploding. That is pretty much a like description me. for Soap with your soapbox, surely. Yeah. <laughs> if you see my pictures yeah. as he blows his trumpet, <laughs> suck up his arse. Oh. I apologise. Uh, you should I'll be go, in the circus if you can blow your trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so, uh, all right, the, the, the protagonists and antagonists within your story. So Ooh. I know the terminology Ooh, correctly this. and everything. I know. Get this. I'm still only halfway down the first <laughs> bottle, so we're all right. Um, if they're going to make a film out of your yeah. Epcot journey, who have you got in mind for playing them? Oh, God, it's got to be Keith Sutherland, because my main man's called Jack, so oh, so we're going to have him. Um, <laughs> bad guys? No, I'm not going there. Liam there. Well, there are a few people who who may be good, maybe bad, not so sure. Well, you know, so they turn halfway, perhaps, and then turn back, maybe. So if Hollywood then. buys this, then they'll be play- <laughs> yeah, Ray yeah. Winston, Crystal Skull, yeah. Uh, if, yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, kind of obviously bad, really. I think if they're going to, you know, it's it's obviously bad. He's an actor played by a British guy. <laughs> oh, don't be like that, Josie. That's how you sounded. Yeah, that will do. That will do. Um, and now the latest bits. So, <laughs> so when you hear news that this Tomorrowland movie's coming out. Oh, do you know? The what world... did what, What's going through your head? I wasn't best happy. I did the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> because I, the first book was out at that point yeah. I'm just finishing the second book when I hear I mean I, I knew there was a film called Tomorrowland but I didn't know what it was going to be about and when I actually heard more and more tad miffed yeah. oh. isn't that a good thing though doesn't it get people aware of the whole kind of topic possibly uh, but, uh, uh, we, shall, we shall see when it comes out and yeah. my my sales figures rocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surely writing something like that, you would, you would think deep down, potentially maybe in your wildest dreams, Mr. Disney comes knocking on the door. We'd like to turn this into a film. Or I think you do realise it's just a frozen Day head. Yeah, yeah, just a, yeah, just a head. <laughs> it yeah. was... Head on a it was more likely that they come knocking on the door telling me that I'd overstepped some copyright mark. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, in my <laughs> wildest like dreams. Yeah. yeah, in a wild dream somewhere in the, you know, and then you see this film's getting made and you're like, oh. Because yeah. they're not going to do another one now, are they? Do you know, another variant of it? So, aren't they? Since when has that ever stopped Hollywood? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. all Disney, Tomorrow to be fair. Too. Yeah. Discovery Day. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a DreamWorks production. <laughs> I, I mean, the only thing I would say, and, and I mean, I, th- I think the thing is, what's been quite clever about Tomorrowland is the fact that with discussing this film with, what, about a, a week, two weeks before its general release? Mm. And by the part no time this really... podcast comes out, it'll be on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that is very and true and the fourth boot but, will be out <laughs> but, um, but I, might when, just, um, I, I might just deliberately really really confuse everyone now yeah. by actually like releasing them in a different order so Nick apologises for something he hasn't said yet oh that's that's not that's going to ruin the joke it was a slightly that's like the 18th um, the um, yeah I mean if, you know we're still talking about this now now I, I remember talking about Tomorrowland with Jim Hill, uh, what, two years ago, maybe, um, and having about as much of an idea then as I do now, and the film is just about to come out, they've been very good at keeping it very secretive. At the same time, I don't think it's necessarily done it many favours outside of the Disney community. I think Disney fans are looking forward to it, but I don't think... The, the idea or the concept sold itself very well. Um, I, I mean, the impression I get is it is really more focused on Tomorrowland rather than Epcot, but possibly that there's elements of what Epcot should have been are being yeah. incorporated into what we know Tomorrowland to be. Yeah, Did you see so. the Japanese trailer that snuck online for, for about 10 minutes before it was pulled? No. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyhow, <laughs> no, that's, where, that's where you're supposed to go. Oh, well, this is revealed. Um, yeah, Walt was in it. Oh, mm. oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, oh, I've got to go and see this film now. Yeah, so we well, should, should all go and see to it. Me, and then that implies a... that come the end, they're gonna say, Oh, and guess where we are? We're in Walt's Epcot. 
Waltz frozen head, Waltz yeah. frozen head, Waltz frozen head, Waltz frozen head. It's almost like we've planned all these recent podcasts as if it's all part <laughs> of the secret society. We've just had the Waltz frozen head movie man on, and now yeah. we've got an Epcot book man. Yeah. It's it's all it's all coming together. It, it, it I tell you what, don't tell David Icke. We, we're, <laughs> we're also responsible for flying jets into the World Trade Center, and and for seeding the clouds. We, can I just point out we're not actually responsible for no. either of those things <laughs> that was said in jest. <laughs> yeah. Other conspiracy theories are available. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. There's it's a okay. Black Hawk helicopter hovering above my house right now. Yeah, sorry, I'll call them off. Yeah. Trying to trying to trying to kill Diana. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's all the conspiracies. Let's um, just just what come. But now we've actually said that in jest and then denied them. The average conspiracy theorist is going to go, well, they're denying it. Of course you are. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> did it. it. <laughs> Where were you on the September 11, 2001? I was in that's a, a show for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a, very, a very very, sad podcast, I imagine, yeah. but one nonetheless. <laughs> um, so, so, Sean, obviously book two's just come out. Yep. Uh, when is book three scheduled? Hmm. It depends on which time I can get off my current job to finish it. Um, <laughs> it's plotted, and I am writing it, so I'm guessing sort of end of this year. Maybe. Okay, as quickly as that. Yeah, maybe end of this year, maybe start next. Yeah. And, and what platforms is it available on? Um, actual paperbacks. You know, remember those old-fashioned things? Um, no. Yeah. What? I know. On, on, paper, on, paper yeah, books. The, the ones They're that sort of like Kindles only, they cut your fingers more. Yeah, yeah, I one, don't believe the, you. The ones that IKEA are called book books. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Tree books, apparently, yeah. is the term now. <laughs> I prefer uh, branch books. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, um, go on, to Amazon. That... Um, Amazon, yeah, on I, Amazon. You can yeah. download to your Kindle or whatever your drug of choice might be in the electronic reader form. Um, or go to my publisher's site at themeparkpress.com. You'll find... Uh, so you're, you're a paperback writer? I am. I am indeed. Like How Beatles good does that sound? Did. Yes, I know. Oh, oh this wow. is just deep, this. This is heavy, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've mentioned the Beatles in, in front of a scouser, so... I live around the corner from Pete Best House. Shall I come back in half an hour or so? <laughs> <laughs> Please, we'll be back in half an hour. We'll all be here. <laughs> what was that website again? ThemeParkPress.com. Um, I had, I had a quick look at that before yeah. I come on the show, and it That's... is literally full with Disney books and yeah. theme park books. They, they claim to be... Well, I won't. They, they claim they are the publishers. They are the uh, world's largest independent Disney publishers, they say. So, uh, hang on, a, a company called... Theme Park Publishing. Theme Park to... Press. Sorry, Theme Park Press. Sorry, I do apologise. Oh, hell yeah. Press just just seems to publish books about theme parks. Who would have thought it? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I really <laughs> am. Well, I'm going to have to shop my autobiography elsewhere then. <laughs> uh, well, unless, of course, you're going to base it around a theme park. Hey. Good point, it's... well made. You're not on Apple, are you? Not on iBooks, so. though. No. What What do you have to do to get into our Apple? You have to jump through hoops and pay them a lot of money. Do you have to pay? Do you? Uh... Yeah. Well, they take a prohibitively large amount. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Like anything else. Yeah. Like Steve a, Jobs, a, frozen heads. Steve Jobs, <laughs> frozen heads. They've, they've obviously got to make make up for the profits that they've lost. That's right. On, on the iWatch. The watch, yeah, yeah, because the they're, they're, sell, they're, obviously selling that a, they're obviously selling that at a loss. It is a loss maker, yeah. I did try one on the other day in the shop, it was only the £850 model, yeah, cheap scale. Oh, the cheap one. I've yeah. just sellotaped my iPad to me this now. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, I just, I've just actually come back from my um, my sister in law's who uh, who has one. She works for Apple. She has one, and uh, she was saying that actually they've already had one member of staff take theirs back because there's nothing they can do on it, other than read text messages. Until the time, it's a bit of a bust. Yeah. No, 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 no. It doesn't tell the time. 
It's the one thing it doesn't do. That's extra. What do you want to watch to do? Yeah. It's got to pay for the app. Well, it's got, no, there's, an, there's an app with a Bluetooth <laughs> link to your phone, and it's the phone that's telling the time. But the moment you've got <laughs> out of battery, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, to be honest, look, it's like everything. You know, when the, when the iPad first came out, who actually, who, hand on heart, saw the iPad and thought, I need one of those in my life on a daily basis. Yeah, we've got five of them in our house now. Good God. Yeah, my... exactly, now. That's, that's because more, now that's, they're relevant. I thought I, I thought I was a techno geek, but we haven't got anywhere near that many. When we plug them all in, the, the, the light outside and the street go out. Hang on, if you've got five iPads... None of them are ours. We're just because we're scouts. Finding them. That's good. That's gonna be. That's gonna be like nearly half of the the allocations to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. It's more than yeah. half. Three quarters. All oh, right. So it's you, the wife, and the two kids. Who else yeah. has one? Our invisible pet rabbit. <laughs> has Harvey. he got a name? No, it's for the white. It's for Kerry and her uh, split personality. <laughs> She's got one each. <laughs> hello, hello, Kerry. I don't know if you listen to this podcast or not, but I believe your husband has just called you schizophrenic. Craig schizo wife. Craig schizo wife. Um, so, oh, now we are in so much. Craig's other stone and a half has got one as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that's enough. Can I ask you a question, guys? Of course you can. Because we've, 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 that's we've, not how it works, is it? <laughs> No one's supposed to show we, interest in us. We didn't <laughs> sign up for this. You know, it's a Disney show. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Um, so we've we've got the Star Wars weekends and we've got the Avatar land coming. And uh, now we've got this new Indiana Jones bar coming to Disney Springs. You know, mm. what, well, well, hang what on, do you think about the other... Relevant the, news? Yeah, what? what do you think about the franchises that are That's sort a bloody of... Bloody good idea for a segment, that's... I'm, I'm going to have to play the news jingle if I'm not. Oh, I'm ready. sorry. Did I break your news? Up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. I just haven't played it. Never mind. Carry on. Keep going, John. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think to the uh, to the other franchises, the non-Disney franchises, if you like, that have been bought in and are, are sort of taking over a little bit? Well, first of all, on this Indiana Jones bar, because I I thought it was a great idea, but if they do not serve anything. And that can be either a drink or a food item a in a mug or bowl head. doesn't come out in a monkey's head. Yeah, they have missed an absolute yeah. trick. It will make that will make me mad. There's a soapbox for the future. Yeah. Um, There's monkey so... farms springing up all over America <laughs> just for the heads for the demand. Just for the heads. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking. We kind of briefly. You wouldn't have heard it because. By the time this has been recorded, you wouldn't have heard the last episode. But we kind of mentioned it a little bit in the last one about Star Wars. Right. When we were talking about the, the ownership of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think that the problem is, is that, and, and we can go back to Dick Tracy, the Rocketeer, and Tron, if you want to. In the and fact of course that, Marvel now. Yeah, oh yes, especially. But if you take those three, for example, especially... Um, all of those were blockbuster films uh, which were supposed to be franchises. Mm. Each one of those, like Tron was supposed to be a franchise. Uh, Dick Tracy was, uh, and The Rocketeer were definitely supposed Absolutely, to be franchises. Yeah. Um, and, and all of them didn't do very well at the box office, which John led them to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, John, John Carter, yeah. yeah. Classic. I love and that the thing film. Is, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I it's think it's a good biggest, film as well. Biggest but... grossing film ever in Russia. Is it? Yeah. Uh, John Carter had the biggest opening. Was I it the biggest opening? The biggest we... gross. It was some biggest stupid... opening in Russia, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wow. it was ridiculously uh, popular there. And still only just about broke even. Let, let, I just want to point out as well, it didn't actually end up losing that much money. It actually, I think, almost broke even. Then the account um, weren't trying hard enough. <laughs> it's like right, Lone Ranger ruined it for everyone else oh, but um, the, the thing is Disney have tried numerous times to do franchises <clears throat> and I, I don't know what it is I think quite often it's down to the marketing of the films but they just don't seem to work um, buying Marvel was a, a, an amazing deal it was a brilliant deal because it instantly gave them um, 
you know the rights to all of these pop cultural phenomenons uh, in terms of, of characters, especially aimed at boys, which is always a market mm-hmm. we'd always struggled against. Um, so, I mean, that that was a genius move. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of issues with the Marvel deal because they don't have the rights to all the films. They can't build things at all the theme parks. There's a lot of like things they're trying to get around at the moment. So, it's very good for things like merchandise and for their, their networks. But in terms of uh, the whole deal, um, you know, it, it could have possibly been better, but it was still a good idea. Um, Star Wars, even greater. Um, other than the fact that you know Fox will have lifetime rights to the original Star Wars film, uh, buying Lucasfilm and everything that comes with it was was a genius move, and of course that also leads us to Indiana Jones. Um, and the thing is, and Star Wars will prove this later this year when it opens up and smashes Avatar uh, to be the biggest grossing film of all time. I'm calling it now. Um, it, it will prove just how good a deal it was. To, to buy the rights to Star Wars. I really feel strongly that it, it was the right thing to do. Um, and when they eventually reboot Angela Jones with either Chris Pratt or Tom Hardy or whoever they decide to, um, and it, it's going to happen. It, it will happen. Um, you know, I, I think once they refresh those, they will also be successful because they're proven. And... You can argue the fact that Disney have basically bought these franchises and not really done the hard work. And, yeah, that's true. But it's not for the one, one of them trying. You know, they have tried and failed with numerous franchises. Um, and, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. What is key is the fact that, especially with, not so much with Marvel, but Star Wars, is that Star Wars was a franchise that was on its last legs. Um people were, were losing interest in it the uh you know kids that saw it when they were uh kids um and are now full-grown adults with their own children and didn't like the the prequels and the cartoons and all that kind of guff yeah. um and and so what disney have, have done is they've got all of those fans interested again in watching a new film which george lucas had kind of ruined for a lot of those people mm-hmm. so it, it, it's very smart that they've been able to take something that never never got unpopular but had certainly lost a lot of its fan base or the the, the interest in the public uh, domain about it and has kind of brought that back um, as I said once it opens up and does massive numbers and breaks all records then we'll, we'll be able to have a different conversation but is it cheating? Yes is it the right thing to do for Disney? Yes I, I think it is and I've just spoken for about 10 minutes, and I'm sorry, everyone. That's fine. <laughs> so I forgot what the original question was. I just can't wait to go to John Lindsay's hanger. <laughs> there was no vinylmation mentioned, so it was a bonus. Well, I was trying my best, because I know that you have the uh, you have the bit of a vinylmation thing, and I absolutely hate it. So I was trying to block that off a wee bit. You know. Cock block. <laughs> I, would not, I would not talk about the Star Wars vinylmations I bought this week, then. All right, whatever. <laughs> They're still making them. For, well, for certain, no, for certain Star Wars being an exception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like my parents. <laughs> so, at um, what right with, with Star Wars, right, boys? At what point are they going to announce this Star Wars expansion? Is it going to be after the film has made a billion dollars? Uh, well, I, I mean, the thing is, the rumor always was that I had Sean would probably be able to answer this better than I can. That originally it was going to be an expansion on existing properties yeah. but I understand now because of the, the the fact they own this and they're making more films and they're making more cartoons that they're looking to expand it to do more with the continuing franchise rather than the past that's right with a slight nod so, to, the, uh, to the old people who remember the, the first ones coming out <laughs> but yeah mostly, the ones, mostly the, one, the, the ones who pay for the Orlando holidays for their kids yeah. to go on that's it. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, but Paul, this is the thing that that's not true anymore. Because if you think I'm thirty-one, why do I think about that so much? Well, I'm almost thirty-two, but I'm not there yet, right? Now, the thing is, I will soon be in a position where I'll be unable but willing to take my family to Orlando because I just can't bloody afford it. Um, 
but what I mean is, is that the the age group is now changing. So, you know, I watched Star Wars when they first hit video. You watched Star Wars when they first came out in cinema. The demographic, year by year, is getting younger as to what it is. I think it's very key that they keep things like Star Wars and they keep things from those original films to keep that franchise alive for everybody. But I, I also think they need to invest in the future. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry am, I, am I talking sense or something? Is that what everyone's been? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm coming up to fifty. I remember queuing around the block to see Star Wars on opening day. Um, but there's not going to be. I'm not their prime target now. I'm not the one who's going to be putting most of the money behind the till. Now it's yeah. it's going to be it's going to be younger guys than me and their children. You're right. Well, you say that. You say that, Sean. I do. Yeah. I heard myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet to this show. Um, but it was with this, my own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> At my own time. And I was looking in the mirror while I was saying it. I could definitely hear my own voice. Um, this week that we're recording this, so it would have been about the fifth week by the time it goes out, is Star Wars Weekends. Yes. And I don't know if uh, people are aware, but quite often, uh, especially when there's a big film out, they do uh, a popcorn bucket to celebrate. So recently, there was a Cinderella carriage for mm-hmm. a popcorn bucket. So it's okay. shaped like Cinderella's carriage, but you put your popcorn in it. Right. Uh, I've done it for all kinds of franchises, but... Monkey's head. You should have done it like Cinderella's well, this is this is what we should this is what we should be having next. Um, but at the moment, because it's Star Wars Weekends... The popcorn bucket is in carbonate. <laughs> and it is fantastic. Obviously, it's, so it's like a rectangular that. popcorn box, but it's all the silver and black, and it's obviously got a 3D hand solo coming out the front of it. And I've already bought one. And having it shipped over. They're on eBay. Because I needed one in my life. Um, as we speak. I, I had... Uh, I, I've got... Um, because unfortunately, because of those three inches of uh, rubberized plastic, um, I've got some friends in America who frequent the parts quite uh, quite regularly and uh, are visiting at the moment. So um, yeah, they've they've got one for me. Do you know when you... I, it's, I, I find it's actually best to call them vinylmations because if you're talking about friends with three inches of rubberized plastic who go to the parks, <laughs> it could be anyone who's read a story for us recently. <laughs> <laughs> While you were talking then, I was, I was on Google looking at this damn thing. It's like a coffin. Because it's, it's not just the, the um, flat plate hand solo that hangs on the wall. Because it's yep. full of popcorn, it's yep. much, much deeper. Yep. It's like a coffin. It's a sarf- sarcophagus. Mm. Fantastic. <laughs> full of popcorn. Full and of I mean, popcorn. I, I, and do not think for a minute that when I go to my IMAX cinema on the 18th of December this year and I asked my popcorn I'll say no no sir (laughs) (laughs) fill her up bitch because I will you are filling up Han Solo with that crappy stale popcorn and I'll be eating it grimacing the whole way through the film you know know, Han Solo always looks a bit narky doesn't he he's got an edge yeah he's got a face on him hasn't he that that is the Harrison Ford look yes yeah yeah is that because he's constantly cutting poo from around Chewbacca's bum? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, oh, I'd say he must have some right knots. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always puzzled me that Chewbacca going the bog. Where's, where's, his, where's see, little I, Chewbacca? You see, I was wondering what the title of this film, this particular episode would be. <laughs> I still think it should be Sorry Seems to Be the Hardest Word, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm an egotist. Put that in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Prevents the disease, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, the, so the, but, I mean, the point I brought up with the, the, the popcorn bucket is, you know, they're obviously still um, looking at the past and what people want. You might have a, um, a catheter or a colostomy bag, might you? Anyway, sorry, carry on. They've got... They've got Bacon cupcakes. I'm going on at Disney World at the moment. Sorry. I just got to send a picture from some friends that are there at the moment. That's very bizarre. 
I can count kites. Oh, oh, oh. Chewbacca's bum hole. Oh. Chewbacca's bum. Chewbacca's bum. Chewbacca's bum. I'm going to need some new jingle. <laughs> well, I will. I mean, to be honest, there's I have pop, completely there's a ripped off. There's on eBay now for £18.36. Get your bids in. £18.36. Well, you can buy a or, real coffin for that in Liverpool. Or, you can, and get someone to fill it. Uh, or you can get the Darth Vader and Han, Han Solo double bill. Darth Vader's head looks like a monkey's head with the top off. Darth Vader's head. Darth Vader's 31 head. quid for the pair, buy it now. Oh my goodness, buy, buy, buy. Well, buy I, much, I, I, I believe the retail... <laughs> About $5 now, oh, someone had to lie at a time, didn't they? <laughs> oh. um, yeah, that wasn't me. I think that it started was, uh, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the popcorn bucket retails about twelve ninety nine plus tax, there or thereabouts, in the park. So do your own conversions and, and whatnot, but don't expect to pay retail unless you've got friends out there. Come on, let's be... Let's be realistic. Um, also, on on the on the theme of Star Trek merchandise that may be or may not be socially accurate, um, has anyone seen the Sarlacc pit um, toilet stickers? <laughs> Funny enough, I missed that. <laughs> Are they in there, John Lewis? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're not. Be careful, Sean's got a dodgy tummy. You don't want to set him off. <laughs> yeah, he's taking he's taking a trip right down the side of it recently. <laughs> Straight in the gap. It's a new thing. I wouldn't be that fussed about sitting on it for the teeth. I'd just be worried that Boba Fett would be flying back out of it. <laughs> nah, no. From one hole to another. Now, once you once you're in there, you're staying in there. <laughs> Speaking from experience, <laughs> you could give oh, all your poo. You can, you can name all your nuggets like little Star Wars characters as they drop in. There's C3PO going in. Oh, splash! And of course, if you want oh, to tell us two. how to name your nuggets uh, whilst you're at the top of the poll, you can do it via our website www.disarmedart.com. <laughs> Except with Craig's pronunciation, if he called one Luke, everyone would run and have a Luke. Put it in my book. Luke. Use Jesus food. No, it doesn't matter. You, you, <laughs> it's, it's almost like Nick's timekeeping for us. Lindsay's knocking on the wall next door. Uh, yes. Okay. No. Uh, yes. Well, Nick, Nick's Twitter right. as well. That does, yeah. have, that does after dark. And facebook.com uh, forward slash does after dark. And you can find us on macechat.com if you want to tell us all about your Star Wars themed businesses, wherever they are. He's like a professional, and, isn't he? And Sean. <laughs> Hello, sir. Um, if, if people haven't already bought your book, because I mean, people should be listening to this podcast, pausing it and going, crap, where can I buy this book from? Uh, if they haven't done it yet and they want to do it now the show's finishing, can you just remind them, please, where to buy it? Get yourself to Amazon and look for the happiest workplace on Earth. Go to themeparkpress.com. Uh, or you can just look for me on Twitter. I'm Disney Book Sean. That'll do. Yeah. Thank you for the plug. Where do, where, do you get the, where do you get the most money from? Um, like what I mean is, do you theme get, park press? Do you get more yep. from theme park press? Right. Yep. So you can go to Amazon if you've got vouchers, but let's be honest. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you haven't got vouchers, go to theme park press because Sean yeah, gets more money. Because I get a bigger the books come out quicker, and yeah. he comes back on the podcast and we talk more about toilets. It all works out for the best. Yeah. And, I, and I did uh, just want to say, Sean, that of all the guests that we've had on Does After Dark, you are the one that's needed the plug the most. Thank you, Kane. But um, um, can I just before we, we run out the door because the pub is trying to close um, I just want to give a few shout outs to people that have uh, recently liked the Facebook page because we do pay attention um, my favourite one of course is uh, somebody who this must be their real name because it says so uh, Womble Babies <laughs> Womble Babies uh, must be true uh, Stuart Meek, Andrew McLaughlin Dora Disney again 
Uh, that would just be an ironic surname if you like Disney and weren't related. Uh, Lisa Michelle, uh, Stacey Triplett, um, Fam, Bellicano, Shanna, Evans, Stephen Sanders, James Keaton, Andrew Jacobs. Um, thank you very much for liking us. Um, sorry if I pronounced your names wrong, but to be honest, uh, 7.2% of alcohol does that to you. Just be glad I remembered to mention you. <laughs> sorry. <sighs> I've... I've... I feel like doing a Jeremy Clarkson and going, I don't that bombshell. Punching the producer <laughs> in the face, that's yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to go and punch myself in the face because I haven't had myself <laughs> any food for a little while. <sighs> right, I hit this button now. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Slightly more poo-related jokes. Well, that was a cracking the Christmas episode we've just recorded there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was our Easter special. <laughs> Sod off the lot of you. <laughs> hey, Sean, you know, you know when I said you needed to plug the most, that was in relation to the chili. You got that, yeah? <laughs> oh, yes. Could <laughs> <laughs> have stuck one in the clip time, mate. That would have done the same job. <laughs> Too many bum jokes. <laughs> Don't do it head first, or you'll get it back out. Don't ask me how I know. Look, if there's one thing you can take away from tonight, always aim for the Scarlet. That's it. Gordon's alive!